Welcome to Keeping Tabs. I'm Tab the Croc, and every Monday, I talk to someone here in North Idaho, the goal to connect more people in the Coeur d'Alene area. And then every Friday, I talk to someone outside the community to bring in a new perspective and to learn a little bit about yourself. Good morning. I have Charlie or known as Officer Kingery. Um, if you're a TikToker, you know, you know this guy. You have seen him um, at least once. He has gone by your feed. Um, <laughs> and if you haven't, you've been living under a rock. Um, sweet dance moves. He is a police officer um, and is what I love is he's bringing a positivity to, um, to police officers and really humanizing the badge and um, spreading like just positive vibes. I mean, this guy is doing some great things. So first of all, thank you so much for joining me this morning. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Of course. So I'm kind of, uh, you know, promoting uh, National Police Officer Week. Um, and so I wanted to bring him on, kind of talk about what he's doing, um, some really cool things. So first of all, let's just tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, what you're doing right now, and then um, a little bit about like the stuff that's going on besides you being a police officer. Yeah, so um, I, my name's Charlie. Um, I'm from uh, the Indianapolis area. I work in a uh, police department here in Indianapolis. And uh, I'm 32, married with two kids. Uh, I've got a lot of stuff, different stuff going on right now um, outside of just being a cop, definitely. Uh, I've got a clothing line that I just launched um, probably about 12, 12 days ago or so. I think it was about on the 25th of last month. It's called Thin Line Apparel. Um, it is uh, a, it's, it's a clothing company that is to support the men and women on the front lines across everything, whether it's military, police, fire, nurses, farming, we're gonna be adding more stuff, corrections, everything like that. And we're the, any, a portion of any item that we sell is going to be donated back to various charities or um, organizations through law enforcement or military or first responders. We'll change it up all the time. Um, I think the, uh, I believe the first organization we decided to go with is Cops Concerns of Police Survivors which is uh, an organization that helps uh, law enforcement families killed in the line of duty with uh, expenses and everything like that. Um, outside of the clothing company, I am currently on uh, a comedy tour right now with a group of friends that just kind of blew up and came out of nowhere. Uh, so traveling state to state doing comedy stuff. That is awesome, um, which I was telling someone about him. They're like, do they have any West Coast dates? And I was like, no, I don't think so. I think they're just staying over on the East Coast. <laughs> Yeah, we're coming actually, so I think we're supposed to go start venturing out to the West Coast, maybe be sometime after September, right there, September, sometime around that area. That's awesome. So why did you get into um, law enforcement? Maybe several reasons. I think, you know, you everyone, everyone gives you that, you know, that vague answer, especially when you first start out, you know, I would just want to help people and things like that. And yeah, yeah, I mean, helping people is, is pretty much everything we do every day in different aspects. But the reason that I got into law enforcement and um, my uncle was a vice investigations detective for Indianapolis Police Department. So I was 18 years old and vice investigations, you're going out and you're, you're undercover. So it's dealing with all types of different stuff, drugs, all kinds of things. And I went out on a few ride-alongs with him when I was 18 and I like, I was completely dumbfounded. I was like, you get paid to do this job? I was like, you're out chasing people. 
Uh, I mean, this is this is one of the craziest things I've ever seen. And it's not always like that. But that that's something that uh, when I first that's really what first got me into it was the adrenaline rush of every day being something different. You never know what you're going into. There might be one day where you don't get a single call and you're looking in a, in a ghost town and you don't know what's going on. And you're looking at your buddy and then you're like, we, I can't believe we get paid to just do this. And then there's uh, some other times where stuff is going off the rails, things that I've seen more stuff in a weekend than some people see in their entire life. And, um, as then you look at your buddy and you're like, we don't get paid enough to do this. And, um, so it's so many different aspects of being somebody's help when they're in need, you, you catch people in their worst moments. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's what a lot of people don't understand is that, you know, you may be just dealing with somebody that just went through one of the the most difficult times in their life when you're coming in contact with people most of the time, whether it be in a domestic violence situation or something like that. And it's really cool to be that person that can be there and wear those different types of hats that gets to help people. And um, so, I mean, just so many different things, helping people, chasing people, the adrenaline rush, everything's different every single day. And uh, you just sit. And unfortunately with the climate and law enforcement right now, a lot of the, a lot of the negative aspects are being just shown all the time, but we, a lot of people don't realize that the majority of people out there still support law enforcement. So, yeah, and that and that's what I was going to bring up. It's it's definitely a tough time to have your job, um, especially you know how great of a person you are. What really inspires you to kind of always be the best person that you are? Oh, um, so for me. Um, I never had a, like my, I didn't, I grew up with a single mother. So, um, I, I grew up not, not great areas, uh, with a single mom, but I had a, I had a mom who constantly made sure that I always had what I needed. You know, um, she was always busting her butt, working two jobs, everything, just to make sure that I had everything that I wanted to do, I could do. And, um, so, she inspires me uh, to be like her. Um, and then also my children inspire me. And, and, and not having a dad growing up for the majority of your life makes you want to be a better father, uh, makes you want to be there more. And so my kids definitely inspire me because I have to now be a role model to them to show them what a father figure is that I didn't have growing up. And just, I, I told myself when I got into law enforcement, that I would never let the job change me. If the job changed me, then it's time for me to get out. And a lot of people, uh, and I, w- I wouldn't say a lot of people, but there are some people out there that this job can jade you and it can, it can change you as a person and your personality. And at that point in time, it's just time to just hang it up, in my opinion. Um, for me, like I'm going to be Charlie. At the end of the day, when my uniform comes off, I'm Charlie. And um, I can I can turn it on and be professional and, and ready to go out there and do my job when the time comes. And I, I can quickly turn it off to and be dancing with a kid in the street. So like that's uh, that's just me. Yeah. And I was going to say what like did you think this was going to happen with the whole TikTok famous? I did not. It all it all happened kind of quick. <laughs> um, I think so. Back in 2018, uh, there was the get up challenge that was going around. Right. And so I did that. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna put my uniform on. I haven't seen a cop do it yet. So I'm gonna put my uniform on. I did it in my living room out here. And I did the get up challenge. And I sent I sent the video over to my wife. 
And she was like, you're really going to post that? And I was like, yeah. So I posted it and she sent it to one of her friends. And I guess her friend immediately said, that's going to blow up. And so when I posted it, like it just went everywhere. It went like, like somewhere around 50 million views on Facebook and news channels were posting it and it just went crazy. And then like people in the comments, like, oh my gosh, I, I love this. And so I was like, man, I got to do this more. And then, and then Live PD came about and I was on that show season three and four and then TikTok came about and I just started doing my dance videos on there and it just kind of spiraled into this crazy thing that it is now. Yeah. And now, like we were just saying, you have an apparel line you're inspiring other people. I love when you share comments about how people are changing their thoughts about all police officers and how I just think that's great how you're connecting kind of the public and law enforcement. Yeah. Yeah. That's my main goal on TikTok. And I think that that's what a lot of cops goals are on TikTok or social media is to just bring a human side to what law enforcement is. Because when you see law enforcement, you only see the uniform. A lot of people only see the uniform. I will go into a gas station a hundred times in uniform and I will go in there one time dealing with the same person. I see her every single day out of uniform. They have no clue who I am. And it's like, you, like you only see the uniform and it's nice to show somebody the human side of what law enforcement is. And because a lot of people just think they think that the cops are robots and you go out there, you do the job and then you go home. Uh, but that's really not what it is. And, you know, we all have families. We all have things that we enjoy to do, just like the normal person who's not a cop. And it is it is really it really gives me more and more motivation because the number of messages that I receive is just so many about people that, are, you know, I didn't know cops were like this. You're a cool cop. You know, like I get like I, it, all types of stuff. It, it's oh, pretty I know. awesome. I I live for the moments when people do at you or when you get pulled over by you, like, oh my gosh, like it cracks me up in the creek. <laughs> it's, it's funny. It's, it's really funny. So obviously um, being a police officer, being a parent, being a husband, you've gone through a lot of different life things. Um, is there a life lesson that you've kind of learned along the way? That's kind of the hard way. Oh, I would say, you know, I would say the, the life lesson that I've probably learned the hard way the most would be taking things for granted. Maybe, I mean, that, you know, in, in life, we, we let life get ahead of, we get ahead of ourselves sometimes and let life get away from us. We don't focus on basically, basically what we have in the moment. We're always looking for the future. Um, and for me, you know, I, uh, like I said, not having a dad growing up, my grand my granny was my second mother pretty much. And you know, like when you get out, when you're 18 years old and you're letting life just go, 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 you, you kind of miss out on certain times with the, the people that mean the most. And she ended up passing away pretty quickly from cancer. And so like that taught me at a, at a young age that, that life, it, it just gave me a different aspect of, or appreciation of life and, taking things for granted and I think that's probably one of the biggest lessons that I learned at a young age so. yeah and I think obviously you learn it you learn it the hard way when you lose someone's close to you but unfortunately you see that kind of stuff every single day um, yeah. and it's just like probably makes you get home and like hug your kids even harder oh yeah absolutely the number of, like I the number of things that you see out there and a lot of people don't even know that you know like they think law enforcement is 
let's go out, let's write tickets, let's go out, let's take people to jail. That's literally what people think. There's a portion of the people that, that think that that's what it is. And there's just so many different that things that go into it. And you've seen so many, I've seen so many different things. We've all seen so many different things, whether it's watch having to tell a parent that their kid ain't coming home, um, going to a car crash and seeing a young baby. I mean, there's just so many things. And I put having calls involving children is probably, it's my, it's my favorite and my least favorite thing about the entire job. Um, you know, you, being a person like I've picked up kids and been able to comfort them in, in situations or I've been holding a child as it takes its last breath you know like there's so many different things and, and like calls with children anybody that hurts babies anything like that that just oh that sets me over the edge and because I have kids and you know I relate to it and so yeah it, it definitely the job definitely opens your eyes to a lot of different things. So would there be a piece of advice you would give to a, like a younger you going through that? Like, so if there was a younger you and you could, you know, go back and say something to you, what would it be? Oh, that's a tough one. Um, I would tell myself pretty much everything I've told you sitting here. Um, You know, don't, don't be prepared. Don't take life for granted. Um, Be yourself, always be yourself. I, I spent a lot of time in my younger years caring what other people mm-hmm. always thought about me all the time. And um, if, if I could do it all over again, I would just live. I tell people all the time, just live your life. Just be you. You know, I, I catch everyone thinks that, you know, this with social media and like everything that I'm doing now, like it's all golden. I catch so many hate comments. I get messages. I get people from within police departments that can't stand what I'm doing. You know, they think it, it brings a, di- a negative light to the badge and all this stuff like that. And I would say, and that kind of affected me when I first started social media and TikTok back in, in the day, I was like, man, maybe I should really stop doing this. Maybe I should really stop doing this. And then I would get more and more messages. Like, I love what you're doing. Thank you so much. You've changed my outlook on policing and everything. And I just, one day I just stopped caring about what other people thought about what I was doing and continued to basically chase the dream I, I had of the things I'm doing now. That's crazy. Cause that's a question I ask a lot of people and I almost get a lot of the same answer is that people, they wish they could just have stopped caring what everyone thought when they were younger. And so, and I think when you get into your thirties and then I hear even better in your forties, but it's like you, if you more, you, you just stop caring and your life is so much better. You start cutting out those people or those things. And I love that you've kind of blocked out the negativity and you've really welcomed the, the positive because it is it's affecting yeah. people's lives. And I mean, we've all seen how many people have reached out to you or, you know, the kid, the money you've raised for kids or the money you've raised for law enforcement, like that, that shows, I mean, you're using this platform for good. Yeah. And that's, that's another thing too. I, I told my, I tell myself every single day, <clears throat> I'm not going to have God bless me with 2 million followers on, on an app and not be able to portray positivity or at least change one person's um, outlook on life or their future. You know, like the, the young man that we raised $42,000 for, for a new heart. Um, never met the kid before in my life. And that those are the things that I just inspire to, to do throughout social media. 
So a couple of fun questions. What, uh, if you had a billboard and it could be, you know, here in your hometown, it could be wherever you want or where you live, what would your billboard either have or say on it? <clears throat> Never stop chasing your dreams. I think that would be like the billboard uh, for me. You know, if I, we go back to listening to what other people say, anything like that. Never stop, never let anybody's outside opinion who doesn't affect you directly. Never let people's negativity, never let people who are not paying your bills tell you what you can and can't do. Um, and because if I would have listened to everybody, if I would have stopped chasing the dreams that I have, um, whether it be showing a different side of law enforcement, creating my own business, um, entertaining people, having fun, changing, like trying to change people's lives, trying to make people's lives better, promoting positivity. If I would have listened to what people told me in the very beginning of all of this, I wouldn't be sitting in this chair in front of you. I wouldn't be traveling to different states doing comedy. I wouldn't be having this clothing, this t-shirt on right now. If I would have listened to what everybody else told me. And I just, I would just tell people to never stop chasing your dreams, no matter what it is. If it's truly what you want to do, you can't accomplish it if you put enough, if, if you're just genuine and true to yourself and put enough effort into it, you can do whatever you want. Oh, I love that. So awesome. So if, uh, what is your go-to restaurant? So I don't know where you live, like, I don't know like restaurants in your area, but like what kind yeah. of food or what is your go-to favorite restaurant? I got a couple different ones, you know, like if, if we're talking, um quick fast food it's wendy's uh, i could eat that chicken sandwich every day of my life every single day of my life i could eat that sandwich is it the um, chicken what's that is it the spicy chicken oh absolutely that's my fiance's favorite it's the only thing out that's the only fast food sandwich out there i don't care what anybody else says it's the only fast food sandwich but um you know restaurants stuff like that um pizza i mean i don't i don't know um let's see there's a place up the street that just opened it's called ford ford's garage they have all types of stuff i don't know if there's any if this is like a chain or if this is a single thing but i mean there's all types of stuff that they have there which is really good you know i'm a pizza guy i'm a steak guy my son has become a big steak guy uh, or steak kid um <laughs> I had to, he made me the other day, like, like two weeks ago, I had to take him, just him personally. He's like, take me to a steak dinner. And so I took him out for a steak <laughs> dinner. And like, so, um, yeah, uh, there's just, I like food. I'll eat anything pretty much. I love it. So if you're at home and you're chilling and relaxed and what's your go-to kind of music or genre or like maybe favorite um, band? That's, I, I have... I couldn't even pick a genre to be honest with you. I, I was raised, I was born in Hazard, Kentucky in the country and raised on the east side of Indianapolis. So <laughs> it's definitely a mix of, I could be playing Morgan Wallen, Johnny Cash, Hank Williams Jr. one minute and the next minute I flipped over to Petey Pablo and uh, little John and the east side boys or whatever it may be. It's, it's all over the place. It's just whatever mood I'm in. It's mostly country, but like I, every now and then, I would say it's 50-50 between country and rap. Well, with that, who showed you all these great dance moves? I grew up with a couple friends that like, they, they enjoyed dancing. I got in with them, found out I had a little bit of rhythm and I could pick up on stuff quick. And um, I did some dancing with them. We did a high school talent show. Um, we won that high school talent show for dancing. We did Lovers and Friends by Lil John and 
them. Um, I had the dread, I had a fake dreadlocks going on. Oh. Um, so I just, I grew up dancing. I was watching people. I, I picked up on it quick, found out I had a little bit of rhythm and then just kept going with it. I love it. So my listeners that are, anyone that's listening, how can they support you? Maybe it's through your apparel, whether it's, you know, whatever, how can we support you? There's a bunch of different ways. Um, like the, the apparel line, obviously that, that not only supports me, um, thin, it's thinlineapparel.com. You can find that on any social media that I have. Um, but that not only supports me, it supports firefighters. It supports police officers. It, it may not be at this point in time on a large scale level, uh, but I, I, my goal is to get it to there eventually, you know, compete with grunt style, compete with nine line, compete with these companies and always be given a portion of every single item that I sell back into the um, law enforcement or first responder or military um, organizations. And so you can do that through my, my clothing line or just hop on my social medias, check them out, uh, share a video, everything. It's all, the majority of my social medias, whether it's TikTok or Instagram, that's what I'm biggest on. I, I just created a Facebook, but I can't stand that. I'm just gonna be honest, I can't deal with Facebook. But um, off, officer underscore Kingery, uh, you can find me on any social media and check out there. Perfect. So as we said a couple of times, it's, it's been a crazy, you know, it's been a crazy year, whether it was COVID, you're dealing with stuff as a law enforcement. Um, you know, is there a piece of advice you can kind of leave us with today as we go into our day dealing with whatever it is? Piece of advice. Um, I, I tell this to a lot of people who are dealing with tough times on the job uh, when I'm, when I'm working on the job, men mental things, um, um, whether it be, you know, suicidal thoughts, anything like that, that I, that I deal with people in, in that time of need is no matter what you go through today, there's always going to be tomorrow. If you let it come, um, you could be going through the hardest point, right now you might think that this is this is it i can't continue to go on and something may happen tomorrow that changes everything and you never know if you don't allow yourself to get there um keep pushing forward keep chasing your goals keep believing in god keep just keep being yourself that's that's all i can say to anybody that that knows me or yeah i don't know that's what, that's what I guess. Well, Charlie, thank you so very much for giving me some time today. Absolutely. Thank you so much for giving me the time. Thank you for uh, allowing me to come on here. I'm definitely going to start watching your podcast more and more now. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Keeping Tabs. If you like what you heard, make sure you subscribe to my YouTube, Spotify, or iTunes to listen to all the great interviews. Keeping Tabs is all about people, telling the story of some amazing people we have in our community and across the world. So make sure you subscribe, like, and follow along.